Hey loves, welcome to the Tantric Activation Podcast with Sarah Rose, the number one podcast for men and women who want to become the most sexually confident version of themselves and have a relationship that is the secure foundation and fuel for every other aspect of their lives. Tantric Activation is for anyone seeking to optimize their potential. My name is Sarah Rose. I'm a world-renowned sex and relationship coach and the founder of Tantric Activation. On my website, tantricactivation.com, you can find information about my men's and women's coaching programs. On this podcast, I'll show you how to tap into Tantra to take control and transform your life into one that you're passionate about on every single level. Let's jump in. Hello, welcome to the Tantric Activation Podcast. I'm Sarah Rose, and I'm so excited to be here with you all today. I've got a great topic, one that I know many people, men and women, will be interested in, the topic of premature ejaculation, early ejaculation, just simply ejaculating sooner than you or your partner would like for you to. And this is something that impacts one in three men, reportedly. Um, And it's one that, you know, when I'm working with women, I hear them often Uh, be really frustrated by when they have a partner and this is the experience they're having with a partner. And it's something that a lot of men uh, are frustrated by as well and have a lot of shame around. So I'm really excited to talk with you about this very, very important topic that is impacting so many people. But first, I want to tell you a funny story. So I was self-pleasuring this week, which of course that's not like any big news. Even when I'm having a lot of sex with a partner, I still prioritize self-pleasure several times a week. It's such a different experience than partnered sex. And it's really important to me that I have that time to myself and like that, that piece of my sexuality where it's just me and me. And um, it's almost like this remembrance of uh, how I am the source of my pleasure. And as much as I love sharing pleasure with a partner that, you know, I'm not reliant on someone else for my pleasure. It's really empowering. Uh, and it also, I go to different places in self-pleasure than I do with sex with a partner. And I always recommend for people that are, you know, having sex with others, uh, to still develop this part of your sexuality. It's really important. It's really healthy to have a self-pleasure practice. So I was self-pleasuring this week and I was wanting uh, to use my vibrator. And so pulled it out and I was like, had it. And it was, you know, I was super turned on and, but I was just not getting to the point of, orgasm. Um, and I was pretty much just being lazy. <laughs> that was why I wanted to use the vibrator. I was just being like lazy and I didn't want to have to do anything, but just lay there. Um, so, so I was using that and like, I was super turned on and it felt good, but I was not orgasming. And I started freaking out and I literally had the thought of like, Oh no, I've used up all my orgasms <laughs> because that is <laughs> One of the things that 
uh, I'm sure a lot of you have been part of the culture that really shames masturbation and shames sexuality. Uh, I was raised in a very religious community and, you know, I heard things like, you'll, you don't have too many orgasms, you'll eventually run out. Or for, for men, it's like, um, if you masturbate, you'll go blind, or you'll grow hair on your palms, shit like that. And I was like, Oh, no, I've used up all my orgasms. And (laughs) it was quite terrifying for a moment. And then I just realized that the vibrator needed new batteries. And so (laughs) stuck in some new batteries. And all was good. The, the orgasm magically appeared again. So thankfully I did not run out of orgasms because that would have been really, really bad to be Sarah fucking Rose. I guess I could still fuck without orgasms, but it would not be nearly as much fun. So, uh, that's my funny story of the week. Ladies, if you're ever in that situation, just remember to put some new batteries in there. I guess they're like the chargeable ones now. I don't have a vibrator that charges, so you do that too, I guess. Um, <laughs> so talking about premature ejaculation, I really want to enter this conversation with compassion um, just really knowing how sensitive of a subject it is and helping you come out of this, uh, podcast listening time, feeling optimistic and knowing that there are things that you can do to improve your situation and no judgment, no shame, none of that, because guys, I know that you carry a lot of shame, around your sexuality when you're not showing up in the way that you optimally feel like you should be. And if you feel like you're letting a partner down, um, it's really, really frustrating and um, really discouraging. And it's something that you know brings down your confidence. And I am here to help you raise your confidence. I want you to feel super empowered from the inside out. And, you know, this is a big topic of conversation for a lot of men. Um, And with good reason, you know, it's lasting longer in bed is really important. Lasting long enough to satisfy your partner is really important. So typically a diagnosis of premature ejaculation happens if you are ejaculating in a minute or less. Um, And so I guess it's about a third of men that are reporting that they're ejaculating in that one to two minute range. Uh, You know, and they're really just, it's not possible to sexually satisfy a woman as far as like the, the vaginal intercourse goes without, with only being able to last that long. Um, It really takes about 20 to 40 minutes of that thrusting and, you know, being able to last that long in order for her to, to have really amazing orgasms vaginally. And even that needs to be, you know, mixed up with some oral sex and some fingering. And so it's a whole combination of things to, to really bring her the most amazing pleasure that's possible. So, you know, but if we're looking at 20 to 40 minutes, 
that is needed and you're only able to last one to two minutes, then you know it's really clear that there's there's improvement to be made. And guys, you know, even if you're not in that one to two minute range, the studies are that most men only last about five minutes. And so maybe you're not being diagnosed with premature ejaculation if you're at that five minute range, but you're still way below that 20 to 40 minute range. And it's actually been shown that guys tend to think that they last longer than they actually do. And so it's super important to do practices and to train your body so that you can begin to last longer and start to have really satisfying, amazing sex for both of you. Because it's not just about uh, her satisfaction, it's your satisfaction as well. Like the longer that you last, the more enjoyment you're going to have also. So this is for, for both of you. And so, you know, unfortunately what happens is when you're having premature ejaculation, men tend to start to feel really distressed, really frustrated. Uh, they may avoid having sex and it's this downward spiral that begins. And when you're having this downward spiral and you're really in your head, it causes more anxiety, more stress, more tension in your body, which all of that just causes uh, the ejaculation to happen more quickly. And so if you look at this from the perspective of evolutionary biology and the, the history of humanity being as as it was with you know humans being in tribal societies and being middle of the food chain and having the real risk of being uh you know attacked at any moment and needing to be on guard and aware it makes sense that sex would need to happen quickly because if you know you think about it right now we go in a bedroom we turn off the light we lock the door we're in this safe place so we have the luxury these days of having sex for a couple of hours if we want to we can lock ourselves up for a weekend and just enjoy each other's bodies and it's amazing but that wasn't the situation with early humans and so the quicker that the male ejaculated then the safer it was really it came down to an issue of safety and it also means that the quicker the male ejaculated the more likely that sperm would enter the female and the more likely that you know his dna would get passed down they would procreate uh, and so from that perspective the the genes of the males that ejaculated more quickly are the ones that got passed down first of all they didn't get eaten <laughs> Uh, during intercourse and second of all their their sperm got in like they're the ones that got in that dna got passed down and so it was the dna of you know the males that ejaculated quickly and then 
you know, the male offspring carried that and they ejaculated quickly as well. And so it makes sense when you look at this from an evolutionary bi biology perspective that as many men as ejaculate quickly now do. Um, so, you know, the, the problem is we don't live in those times anymore and it's time that we evolve um, our bodies uh, to to catch up with our modern ideas of what it means to have incredible sex and incredible sex is really really important women are constantly reporting that they are leaving relationships based on sexual dissatisfaction and so guys it's really important that you are upping your game being able to satisfy her sexually this is no longer some you know luxury or, or nice to have like it's your relationship is on the line here and so whether or not you're having amazing sex and premature ejaculation is one of the biggest reasons why there is sexual dissatisfaction in relationships so there are two types of premature ejaculation there is lifelong and there is acquired so lifelong premature ejaculation is when you it, when a guy has uh he ejaculates quickly all the time or almost all the time beginning with his very first sexual encounters whereas acquired premature ejaculation. This develops after you've had previous sexual experiences without any issue with ejaculating quickly. And so often if you have lifelong premature ejaculation, that typically means that it is something physiological, whereas if it's acquired, then it's likely that there's something going on um, more on the psychological, emotional aspect of this. So both types of premature ejaculation can be resolved, can have progress made around them. Um, but if it's important to know which one you have because the techniques and the ways of going about it might be slightly different. So if you are dealing with psychological causes, then the thing, which is something that I see a lot with the men that I work with. So most of the sexual struggles that men have um, when I'm working with them, they do have roots in psychological causes. And so some of the factors that might be in play are uh, early sexual experiences and how those impacted you, how they shaped the way you have sex now, uh, the way that you masturbate, uh, sexual abuse shows up a lot, poor body image, depression, uh, if you're worrying and stressing out about ejaculating quickly, uh, or, you know, if you're dealing with some sort of guilt uh, and they're like rushing through the sexual encounters because of this, it could be religious guilt, social guilt, guilt from your family, things like that, that are increasing uh, your tendency just to, you know, get it over with quickly. And uh, also men that have erectile dysfunction 
they often will ejaculate more quickly, um, you know, because they're trying to ejaculate uh, before they lose their erection. If you're super stressed out at, at work or, you know, with relationship problems or problems with your family, then you may be ejaculating more quickly because of the stress and the tension that has built up in your body. And, you know, if you're having problems in your relationship, that happens uh, a lot as well, where it contributes to ejaculating quickly. Also, as men age, the PC muscle starts to weaken. So if perhaps you didn't have issue with ejaculating early before, and then over the years, it's become more of a problem. It could be that your PC muscle has weakened and you need to strengthen that. So that way you can uh, be able to control your ejaculation. So there are also biological causes um, that you would be good to have checked out by your doctor. Um, you know, things like inflammation or infection of the prostate or the urethra. Um, you might have abnormal levels of um, neurotransmitters abnormal hormonal levels. We already talked about the inherited traits. Okay. So checking those things out with your, with your doctor is going to be really important. And so when I'm working with men, it is on this psychological, the emotional aspect, really looking at sexual abuse, things from childhood, things from religion, uh, things from family of origin, helping you move through that, helping you increase your body image, have a better, more positive body image, um, helping you get in this upward spiral if depression is something that's there for you. If you have this performance anxiety because you're worrying about premature ejaculation, it's going to create that more. So I help men create a better version of themselves that they are acting as and living as when they're having sex. So when I'm working with men, it's really on that level, but also bringing in the training that you can do specifically physically to help you uh, last longer as well. So like I already mentioned, the strengthening your PC muscle, that's a really big deal. So you need to, to be doing that. There are also very specific breath practices that I give to my clients to help them with this um, visualization practices. Uh, and then also just releasing the tension that is there in the pelvis is going to be a big deal. Um, but your relationship with the person you're having sex with and your comfort level there is going to be key also. So there's a lot of different moving pieces to this puzzle of premature ejaculation. And this is why, you know, it's not really a one size fits all approach. It's not necessarily a quick approach. It's something that you need to have the tools to do, have the training and the coaching around so you can come at it from a lot of different perspectives and have the most optimal result for you. Uh, there was one guy that I worked with that he, uh, when he was, I think, around nine years old, um, his older cousin, she basically demanded sex of him and he was not able to satisfy her, right, as he sh should not have 
needed to at nine years old. It was an abusive situation that he was in. Um, but, you know, as a child, he developed this idea that he could not satisfy a girl sexually because that's what happened in his early sexual experience. And they carried that with him throughout his life. And he had premature ejaculation uh, develop as a result of this. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy that he would not be able to satisfy a woman. And because of the premature ejaculation, that he had from the sexual abuse, from this early sexual experience, um, from this worry of not being able to satisfy a woman. Uh, he ended up later in life, he had a long-term partner, they had two children together, um, but he was not able to satisfy her sexually because of this premature ejaculation. You know, and so she went and she found a man that was able to last as long as she needed to so that she could feel satisfied. And so once we're able to heal uh, this part of the issue and all at the same time training the body to last longer through edging practices and breath practices and visualization practices um, and the PC muscle training, all of that tied together, he was able to then go on, have incredible sex with women and last for hours. He could easily have sex for two to three hours without ejaculating using the techniques that I gave to him. Um, and, you know, he was amazing. Like the women that he was with were like blown away. They had never had sex this incredible in their entire lives. So it's really, really amazing how you can transform something like this where going one to two minutes to two to three hours of sex. So just to know, you can totally improve your situation. I've seen men do it regularly when they implement the practices that I give to them and they're just dedicated about it. You can start having orgasms without even ejaculating at all, having full body orgasms, multiple orgasms without ejaculation. And that's what this client was doing and just blowing these women's minds. They had no idea this could even happen. And he went from having all of this trauma, all of this issue in his relationship to being a fucking sexual rock star. And that's what I want to see. Every single man that has a desire to be that, I am here to help. I want to get you to that sexual rock star status so you don't ever have to worry about if she is being satisfied, if she's going to leave you because she's not sexually satisfied. And helping you have the confidence to know every single time you're in bed that you're just crushing it. You're literally just in there having the most amazing experience, both for you and for her, because you deserve this. You deserve to have incredible sex. Incredible sex is one of the greatest joys in life. And when we're not having that, life just fucking sucks. And we're not here for a life that fucking sucks. We're here for a life that is incredible. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode and to find out more about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers. 